so you join us in the city of Warrington and we are here for some outreach it's always our goal to reach as many souls as we can for our saviour and we thought whilst we were in Warrington we would return to this wonderful statue behind us Oliver Cromwell of course and if you've been following news in the UK over the past maybe two or three months if not two or three years Britain is in deadlock basically this week Parliament has been suspended to attempt to push through Brexit a deadlock is the best word to describe Parliament versus the Prime Minister Parliament versus the people and it was very appropriate we felt to come to Warrington and spend a few moments speaking about Brexit and Bible prophecy maybe two years ago or so we were preparing our video documentary on Oliver Cromwell and we went to a park not far from here spoke to a local and we spoke to him about Oliver Cromwell and he made the case very uh, clearly and very correctly that it would be beneficial for somebody like Oliver Cromwell to fix the current impasse to bring Parliament the Prime Minister and the people together just for the record we are non-partisan at this ministry but when I think about Brexit I think about the dates which has been given for Britain to exit the European Union October the 31st no not just Halloween but Reformation Day and if you go back to 1517 when Martin Luther officially launched the Reformation it was a great blessing for those in Europe for those that were victims of Catholicism and here we are some 400 years later make that 500 years and we're about to break free again from a similar system the European Union is a socialist I won't say just Catholic although some of their leaders are Roman Catholic the Pope is very pro the European Union one of the reasons why Parliament seems to be so anti the people and so pro Brussels anti Britain and so pro Brussels is because they have this illusion this insane illusion that perhaps just somehow Europe can resolve all of our problems and of course only Almighty God is able to resolve all of our problems Revelation 17 Revelation 17 look at verse 9 if you have a Bible and here is the mind which hath wisdom the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth it's the whore of Rome it's Rome of course Rome just for the record is not the eternal city Jerusalem is the eternal city and there are seven kings verse 10 five are fallen and one is and the other is not yet come and when he cometh he must continue a short space if you speak to a typical man or woman in this country they're very ignorant first and foremost about the Bible and very ignorant about the way that this world functions 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 says how Satan is the God of this world lowercase g he has the governments in his hand Matthew chapter 4 Luke chapter 4 he would promise the kingdoms of this world to the Lord Jesus Christ if he would bow down and worship him and later on in Revelation it says how the kingdoms of this world 
are now the Lord Jesus Christ. That will happen towards the end of the tribulation, at the end of the times of the Gentiles. Right now the Gentiles control this world system. It could be the Illuminati. It could be the Jesuits. It could be the Bilderbergers. It could be the Trilateral Commission. It could be the Club of Rome. It could be the Freemasons. It could be this group or that group. And here you've got seven kings, verse 10. Five are fallen, five have been and gone. And one is going back to pagan Rome. And the other has not yet come, Antichrist. And when he cometh, Antichrist, he must continue a short space. At most, the tribulation will be seven years long, at least three and a half years. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition like everlasting hell. So Christ comes the first time. You have pagan Rome calling the shots. At the second coming, you have papal Rome calling the shots. As of right now, the Church of Rome are still very much in the driving seat. They may be losing numbers when it comes to those that go to church on a Sunday, but they still control the checkbooks. Governments still bow down to the Popes of Rome. Every foreign leader will go to Rome at least once. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour, one hour, one hour with the beast, uh, meaning the Antichrist. So a day is coming when ten kings are going to be ruling this, uh, this world. Right now, the European Union is run by 27, 28 countries. And one of the reasons why Britain wants to leave the European Union, and Lord willing that will take place at the end of next month, October the 31st, Reformation Day number two, is to break free from this hold that the European Union has over Britain and perhaps if Britain falls away breaks free from the EU other countries would do so as well but you have to understand that Almighty God has delegated authority to the devil he's not called the God of this world for nothing Almighty God is sovereign Almighty God is in the driving seat it says over in the Gospel of John how the Lord Jesus Christ had power to lay his life down and take it up again but the Lord always behind the scenes Daniel chapter 2 allows governments to fall and rise again 13 these have one mind a bit like right now let's come together let's have unity they say instead of truth these have one mind and should give their power and strength unto the beast. That took place back in 1970, 1971 when Britain went into the European Union. Over the past 40 years it has changed considerably. They've got a one world currency, they've got their own president, their own foreign affairs spokesman. They are now moving to get a European army, a European super state. Unfortunately, most of the politicians in this country, if they're not papists, are traitors are working hand in hand with the European Union, an unofficial, unelected, unaccountable entity, taking money from countries all over the European Union. It would be fine, I suppose, if they had a system in place where they could just trade with each other, tariff-free. 
but it's far more complicated than that. But you got seven kings, verse 10, five have fallen. One is, when John wrote this, it of course was pagan Rome. The other has not yet come, going to be papal Rome. And of course the Antichrist will work hand in hand with the ten kings. Like I say at, moment, at, the mo uh, at present you've got 27 kings calling the shots, but during the tribulation you'll have 10. At present you've got the G7, you've got the permanent members of the Security Council, five, but you've not got 10, not yet. But one day you will have 10. And when the 10 uh, appear, when the 10 arise, look out. He must continue a short space and the beast that was and is not, even he is, the eighth. And is of the seven. It's a connection with pagan Rome, papal Rome. Rome has never disappeared. And that's why it's tragic when you speak to people and politicians about the way this world works. They don't realize that God is sovereign, like I say, delegates to the devil. And you've got politicians falling over themselves to please pacify the European Union and not the people. What would he have made of it? Oliver Cromwell. He was raised up during a very unique period in British history to do a very unique work, a very controversial work. It made a difference, of course. He dealt with Charles I. He had authority from Parliament to do that. Sometimes people overlook that. They think it was all Cromwell doing his own thing. It was not. He had authority from Parliament. But ultimately he had authority from the people and from the Lord. And this beast goes into perdition. Look at verse 17. For God hath put it in the hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast unto the words of God shall be fulfilled. If you love me, keep my, uh, keep my words. John chapter 14. As of right now, Britain is at stalemate. Like I say, deadlock. We don't know what's going to happen. We are officially due to, uh, to leave the European Union, October the 31st. Who came up with the dates of the 31st of October? I'm not overly sure. You have to realise that a good part of the European Union are Roman Catholic. And some of those Catholic countries have never forgiven Britain for the Reformation. What a great way to punish Britain, to lock her in for another 500 years. If she comes out at the end of next month, it'll be Reformation Day number two. Not just Halloween for the pagans, but if Britain is forced to stay in post the 31st of October, then somebody like him may come along. Someone like him may be raised up by the Lord. Somebody with power, with authority, with the know-how. And we could see a, I won't say civil, uh, civil war, but we could see major civil disobedience around the country. But I'm always mindful how the Lord is behind everything. For God hath put it in the hearts to fulfill his will. In the context, tribulation. In the context, preparing for the return of Christ. In the context, gathering all the nations to march against Jerusalem. But we could say this, that for 45, 50 years, due to people turning from the Lord and putting their faith in politicians, not the potentates, of all potentates, because of that, the Lord has gathered all the nations together, a one world order, as we know through the Illuminati, to crush people, to take their sovereignty away from them, their identity, 
And yeah, something very remarkable took place three years ago, 51%, 51% of the British people decided to leave the EU. Nobody saw it coming, I never thought I'd live to see it. So as always, you've got two things going on. On the one hand, you've got mankind making a mess of things, trying to come together, create another Tower of Babel. But behind that, you've got the Lord using sometimes good, sometimes evil, to fulfill his purpose. If you're not born again, what are you hoping in? What are you trusting in? If you're not born again, you will find yourself on the wrong side of the Lord. And one final thing, if you're not born again, you may find yourself on the wrong side of history. This man was on the right side of history. Despised by papists, despised by politicians, but like Martin Luther, had backbone, had resilience, had a purpose, had principles, took a stand. And here we are, 400 years plus later, and Oliver Cromwell is looking over Warrington, and in a spiritual sort of way, in a symbolical sort of a way, he's looking over Britain today. So just a short video from Warrington. Like I said, we're here to do some outreach, but we wanted to take a quick break, look at some verses from Revelation, and speak about the state of this country. Keep praying for Britain. If you are indigenous, if you are living in the West, the chances are you have family from the UK. You could be American, Canadian, Australasian. You may be living in parts of Europe, but you owe everything you have if you are Western to people like him. Freed Britain from the clutches of the papacy. And as it currently stands, we are on the cusp of breaking free from the, uh, from the grip, from the clutches of a similar sort of system. Secular, yes, but behind the scenes, paper Rome, putting the strings, preparing for the Antichrist's arrival. So, just a short video to put our thoughts down, share them with you all, and we should be blessing in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen.